Hello, I'm David Nart and welcome to the latest edition of the Eurovision Sport Radio Podcast. Every weekday morning, well over a million listeners to Radio France's stations France Bleu and France Inter get an opportunity to learn about the spirit of sport, or Esprit Sport. The host of the 5-7 segment on France Inter is Mathilde Munoz with Letizia Bernard dealing with sports. In this episode, I want to take you to Paris to meet Letizia. We join her in the early hours of a cold, dark winter morning as she's heading into work to prepare the first of her two broadcasts. It's uh, 4.45, uh, so completely the night uh, outside, nobody in the street, and I take a taxi to go to the Maison de la Radio, Radio France. Uh, it's not so far away, so five minutes uh, around. Um, uh, I book a taxi every day and I could do this uh, way walking but, <laughs> but it would be a bit dangerous and uh, I don't want and then not, not dangerous but <laughs> it would be too I would be too tired <laughs> after and there's big big streets to cross so no no I don't do that so five uh, five minutes with taxi and then I arrive at Radio France Welcome to France Info, that's the first floor on the Maison de la Radio. Uh, we are just before the live studio and we are going to my office. Uh, we have to walk a little bit. So, welcome to the sport office. My name is Vincent Rodriguez, I'm the head of sport of Radio France. Leticia is an athlete because she was uh, doing uh, horse riding in the same club as my daughter. And uh, I knew this girl and it was amazing the way she, uh, she was riding horse and uh, jumping obstacles with a horse. The fact is my two parents are um, sport and physical uh, teacher so they like sport in my family and they also consider that sport is very important for personal development so when I was a child my mother and my father said okay you you will make sport of course even if you are blind that's not a trouble we will find some adaptation and for instance my father uh, teach me how to ski swimming of course uh, running etc so had I had a sport education and also my parents like sports competitions and for instance with my father we watched together rugby uh, matches when I was a child and with my mother that was athletism and tennis and for uh, I remember uh, during an uh, Olympics game in uh, Atlanta we woke up on the night just to watch live competition uh, 
the sprint, etc. And I'm, I was listening to the comment, and my mother gave me also more information. So, so it's a familiar passion, I would say. We, we, we met uh, at that time, and uh, she told me that she wanted to be a journalist. And uh, I met her once again when I uh, came back to Paris, and she had become a great journalist. At the beginning, I was news reader, but I also had a passion for sport, and uh, now I am working for uh, the sport team. During five years, I was sport news reader, so I gave all the results. I've done that during the weekend, uh, and since September, I've got a new broadcast called Esprit Sport, which translates sport spirit, and I have to tell stories about sport, but not only results, uh, some topics with the relationships with the society or, uh, or of sport spirit. And it's uh, every morning from Monday to Friday at 5.45 for France Bleu and 6.15 for France Inter. So we are in, the, in, in my office, that's uh, where uh, everybody for sports journalists uh, are working. But I'm alone because it's five o'clock and the other colleagues will arrive about eight o'clock. In about 40 minutes, I have my first live and I'm, I don't know what, there's my computer. I just um, opened the, the session, the window session, and my computer is uh, talking to me to say everything is all right. And for the moment, I am drinking a coffee because that's the first thing um, I do when, I'm, uh, when I arrive. Um, today, I just have to copy uh, a text I wrote on yesterday evening and I've got to copy it in the braille uh, computer. So I just need five or five minutes to copy that. And then I will go to the studio, to the live studio. You've got touch combination and you've got uh, alt one touch with the D that's to write the address and then I write www.google.fr and then the, you heard the click and that means you can write what you are searching, what you are looking for. Uh, and that's found what I'm looking You put key, that's, uh, when you, that's title, so it's to go paragraph with paragraph, because it's, for me, it's too long to read uh, all, the, all the page. Um, there's too many information, so I try to find directly the first uh, the first results so you put T
Today, you know there the Six Nations Rugby Competition, and I've decided to speak about two women's player, rugby player, but one uh, has got a farm with a yard with his family, the other play, a rugby woman player, um, is about education for young people who has got uh, troubles. So I try to to tell that sport with uh, everything more spirit, sport spirit, but not just results. I knew that she could do more than uh, desk journalism. And I, I told her, how could you do reporting differently? And she told me, I need someone with me to work, to, uh, to be my eyes, but I can do all the rest. I suggest, I propose uh, to cover the Paralympic game. I know I am blind and some people say, why? Because she's blind and she has to cover the, the Paralympics. But it was not an obligation, it was my choice and my proposition. And they say, okay, um, you will cover the Paralympics game. And it was a good experience. So I also done after Sochi, Rio and Pyeongchang. Letitia is an athlete, so Paralympics is a, a ne uh, obvious thing for her. But I consider her not as a different journalist. So this year I told her, Okay, for the Paralympics, that's not a problem. I know you can do it. Let's do the Olympics. And she told me, wow, okay, what do you expect from me? I told her, to be, to be who you are with the, your complementary point of view, I think our audience is, is now prepared to hear complementary point of view in journalism of sports. I don't want to be... Uh the journalists who only speak about Paralympic. So I try to pay attention to have a various topic and so to talk Paralympics, but not only. Uh, Paralympic sport has uh, an important place, of course, but the other sport too. I would say, for instance, since September, so since uh, the beginning of Esprit Sport, I would say one Paralympic topic each month, something like that. Salut. Eh, hey, comment ça va Coucou Eh ben oui, pardon Axel, du coup je t'ai envoyé à Antoine. Enfin, j'ai envoyé les... Voilà. Bon, bah tout va bien. It's 5.40. We are in the studio for my first live. Uh, but I'm alone in this studio because we are connected with another building, uh, with another team for the Radio France Bleu. France Bleu, uh, it's local uh, act information, local actuality, but they have also national programs. And I've got a sport um, moment in these national programs, the program called Le Club des Leftos. So a program for people who wake up early. <coughs> and so that's the, my, my first life for the moment. And I'm sitting uh, alone. <laughs> uh, and I'm listening to the music and then I will uh, 
they will uh, say me hello how are you doing and what are you talking about today and that will be live France chez les hommes tournoi des destinations et dimanche ce sera Pays de Galles France chez les femmes euh, on parle des rugby women ce matin avec vous Laetitia Bernard euh, avec des joueuses qui ont bien souvent bah, un autre métier une autre activité que le rugby et on a choisi d'évoquer de, deux cadres de euh, l'équipe de France qui ont vu qui voient la professionnalisation du rugby féminin évoluer alors d'abord sa fille Ndiaye qui a 32 ans et bien elle pendant des années elle a pris des congés sans solde hein, pour euh, faire les compétitions bon, aujourd'hui ses contrats lui donnent du temps mais quand elle n'est pas joueuse de rugby elle est éducatrice spécialisée en ITEP c'est Institut Thérapeutique Éducatif et Pédagogique euh, ce sont des établissements pour euh, les jeunes qui ont des troubles du comportement et, et sa fille Ndiaye justement comme elle est très impliquée elle utilise sa passion pour le rugby pour la pratique du rugby comme support pédagogique pour le respect des règles la cohésion ouais. sociale etc et vous nous parlez aussi ce matin de Jessie Trémoulière oui elle, elle a une autre passion euh, c'est l'agriculture figurez-vous qu'à 27 ans elle s'occupe avec son père et son frère bah, d'une ferme familiale près de Brioude à peu près une heure de Clermont-Ferrand une ferme convertie euh, au bio hein. et son quotidien bah, c'est traire les vaches rentrer les bêtes pailler il paraît aussi que des fois elle ramène des légumes à ses coéquipières chanceuses mais Jessie Trémoulière elle a aussi été élue meilleure joueur du, joueuse du mmh. monde <rire> il y a deux ans le lapsus révélateur <rire> merci beaucoup Laetitia et le match c'est donc dimanche on le rappelle bien ouais, sûr pour le match des, des femmes ouais. et euh, demain le match euh, des, des hommes qui sera à suivre d'ailleurs dès 17h hein, euh, après-midi spécial sur France Bleu pour ce Pays de Galles France merci Laetitia bon week-end bon week et à lundi, à lundi dans le club des Leftos 5h48 la météo de... merci Laetitia ça va je me suis pas trop étalée non pas du tout bon c'était parfait très cool. bien. bon week-end bon week Bisous, ciao. Bisous. Uh, so the first live intervention is finished uh, and I like this atmosphere France Bleu it's really a lot of conviviality uh, we have to, to be spontaneous uh, so and we have a good feeling together even if I'm not with them in the studio I like this uh, this time on the morning I like this uh, small uh, moment with them and I hope the listener feels this good uh, good atmosphere between us This year, I will cover Olympics Games. I will travel with uh, all the team. We are a lot of uh, journalists from Radio France. I've got uh, somebody to help me. So I've got like an assistant. For instance, if we have to interview somebody uh, outside, she will come with me for, to find the, the people and to know which, uh, which bus or which train uh, we have to, to take. I know, of course, I cannot comment uh, course. I cannot say uh, he is before or he has got difficulties or he plays good, etc. So I will have to find another uh, way of uh, giving information uh, with result, with portrait, with etc. But, but it's really a, a great experience for me. Okay, she doesn't see, uh, but as a blind person, she developed all of her senses, uh, touching, smells, uh, hearings, and it's very uh, important for us that Leticia can express all that she had developed, all the senses she had developed through reporting. One day I arrived on the radio, it was a Monday morning, and one day before I had a good round with my tandem by cycling, so we made about 100 kilometers or something like that, and I just thought, I said, uh, Vincent, 
I heard about uh, girls who make uh, Tour de France one day before and to promote the cycling for women. And I just said, uh, Vincent, don't you think I could do one day with them uh, just to follow and to explain our project? And Vincent said, but why uh, wouldn't you um, have a broadcast and discover on your way the, the Tour de France, the true Tour de France, and, and to describe how do you feel? I told her, okay, you, you can do the Tour de France in tandem. She told me, Chief, you're crazy. Then I told her, I, I saw you as when you were a teenager jumping uh, with a horse. Uh, you can do Tour de France. Okay, let's go. We imagined uh, uh, the organization and I've never doubted about the capacity uh, of, uh, of doing the job. On y va? C'est parti. Le vélo est là. C'est bon. Uh, ok, 1, 2, 3. Et ça descend ou quoi Ça descend, ouais. <rire> On est au kilomètre combien Alors lui, il me dit distance à destination 160 km. Hein, c'est beaucoup. <rire> Mais dans quoi on s'est embarqué <rire> I try to describe the physical sensation, so it's hard, uh, you need legs uh, and also to breathe, um, or what does it smell? Um, we also discuss with people on the road and they say, oh, in this town, the speciality, I don't know, is uh, wine, <laughs> etc. In France, you know, there's a lot of wine, so the idea was... Uh, To describe, to, like a road trip with a lot of meeting. Voilà, bon, bon, on est essoufflé, mais on est avec, euh, avec Frédéric Solvel. Bonjour, c'est gentil d'être venu nous accueillir. Ah, bonjour, ben non, c'est pas gentil, c'est euh, un plaisir pour moi d'accueillir euh, des Françaises qui viennent découvrir le plat pays et qui ont le courage de s'attaquer à un monument comme le mur de Grammont. Hein. Ça se digère pas tout seul, ce genre de choses. <rire> et donc, vous, en fait, vous êtes journaliste, c'est ça, vous êtes journaliste radio Voilà, je travaille en, je travaille en radio euh, pour l'RTBF, le service public belge. Eh ben, je crois que c'est le signal, on va y aller. <rire> merci. merci, merci beaucoup d'être venu. Il n'y a plus voir. que de la le tournoi des six nations s'est reparti pour un tour, le troisième en l'occurrence, puisque le 15 de France masculin joue demain au Pays de Galles et les femmes, elles, seront sur le terrain dimanche. Voilà pour la compétition. Dans les coulisses, on regardera du côté des filles, car contrairement aux hommes, elles ne sont pas professionnelles ou si peu. Et il faut jongler donc entre la passion rugby et la profession qui fait vivre. C'est le cas pour Jessie Trémoulière et sa fille NDI. Disons qu'elles ont surtout aussi deux métiers atypiques parce que ces deux cadres de l'équipe de France voient la professionnalisation du rugby féminin évoluer. Safi Ndiaye, 32 ans, a par exemple pendant des années pris des congés sans solde pour pouvoir participer, préparer, participer aux compétitions. Aujourd'hui, ces contrats lui permettent d'avoir du temps. Mais son métier, quand elle n'est pas joueuse de rugby, c'est éducatrice spécialisée en ITEP, en institut thérapeutique, éducatif et pédagogique. Ce sont des établissements pour les jeunes qui ont des troubles du comportement très impliqués. 
elle utilise sa passion, la pratique du rugby, comme support euh, éducatif, un respect des règles, cohésion, sociabilité. Elle entraînait notamment euh, une équipe en partenariat avec le MHR, le Montpellier Rugby, Hero Rugby, pardon. Et en 2018, elle euh, s'était même lancée dans l'organisation d'un tournoi inter-ITEP qui accueillait 700 jeunes. Et la joueuse était alors heureuse de montrer que justement, euh, bah, pendant ces jours de compétition, il n'y avait pas de troubles de comportement. I need a lot of concentration, especially to read because uh, my computer is uh, something very special. It's not possible to read with a fluency. Um, you need to press a button to have um, the other line, etc. So for me, it's a lot of concentration. And so when I finish, I'm a little bit tired. Uh, and also, of course, I know that there's a lot of audience, France Inter, I would say it's more than one million people who are listening to me in live. Well, I try not to think too much about that, of course, but um, I know it's important and uh, I don't want to give something with uh, or full. <laughs> uh, I try to do something correct, so it's very, very important for me to be present, that uh, very, a lot of intensity uh, when I'm in studio. You know, uh, she's a, a she's got a mentality of athlete, in a in a way of in a uh, of life, in a job, in a in a in a daily life. She's uh, able to go over 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 each time. It's really difficult for blind people to find a job in France and also outside, of course. In but it's so hard, and I was afraid not to find a job when I was younger, when I was student. And France Inter is a wonderful radio. It was a little bit a kind of dream. It was my favorite radio when I was younger, and so I have a job. So. That's something great. And I have a wonderful job in this radio. And I know that I'm very lucky. All the, the journalists, all the, the, the people in Radio France know Laetitia. But she doesn't know her now as a blind person. She knows she knows Laetitia. She's an example now for many blind persons, but also uh, able persons. I really say thank you to France Inter, to Radio France and everybody who helped me uh, for that, who give, gave me my chance, gave me the possibility to have uh, also computers and everything I need and everybody who say, okay, uh, we will help you, uh, please work with us, we work together, etc. So it's incredible how lucky I am. My thanks to Letizia Bernard and her boss, Vincent Rodriguez, from Radio France for their hospitality in Paris. As a sports broadcaster, this job can be incredibly challenging, especially when you're working at a big event like the Olympics. I wish Letizia all the best as she prepares for Tokyo, and I take great joy in hearing of her love for this industry and for sports as a whole.